Welcome to Take the Lead. I'm your host, William Kliske. You guys know who I am. I'm John O'Halloran. And we are both feeling pretty well today. Yes, both we are. Both our teams won this weekend. Yeah, you baby. Patriots, 27-13. The Eagles rolled over the so uh, good de- uh, so good defense of the Bills, 31-13. And the Patriots' defense thrived again with three turnovers on three consecutive snaps. Bring Baker Mayfield. Mayfield wasn't doing so hot in nope. that game. Or at least at that point of the game. And what were we wrong about the Browns? I had them in the playoffs. They're we both had them. I think I had them winning the division. Yeah, they sent it two and five. Uh, it's not good. No. But uh, Bill Belichick, 300 wins, third coach to do it. And the fun fact about it, his first win, he was a Browns coach, beat the Patriots. 300th win, Pat's coach, Pat, Pat's coach beat the Browns. That is weird. <laughs> that 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 is. I hope I got that, but that's it weird. Though. Bobby's phone call came through really well in the good. last episode, that, so I think that should have worked. That's, pre- that's pretty interesting. His first win against who he's coaching for now. Uh, now, yeah. In the uh, his three hundred win against a team that he used to coach. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I wonder how the Browns feel. They kicked him to the sides, and yeah, you're not even good, dude. I think Brady really helped Belichick in yeah. his coaching. True. And plus, how long was Belichick in Cleveland for? Like a year. A year or two, yeah. But who knows what Bill Belichick could have been in Cleveland. Uh, if he stayed in Cleveland, he maybe he could have gone down as one of the worst coaches of all time, but you never know. That is true. That is very accurate. Let's see. He was on the Cleveland Browns organization from 91 to 95. So he was there for four, four or five years. He, he was, took him to the playoffs once. He was uh, 36 and 44 and led the team to the playoffs <coughs> in 94. His only winning year with the team. Coincidentally, his one playoff victory during his Browns tenure was achieved against the New England Patriots in the wild card round. Weird. <laughs> um, in his last year with Cleveland, he was uh, 5-11 and 11 despite starting 3-1. Mm-hmm. and one. So, yeah. Belichick was fired on... Valentine's Day in 96. Where did he go after, does it say? To the Patriots? He did, I thought he was went to the Jets and they traded him. No, out. he was... Uh, hold on, let's see. Uh, after his dismissal by the Cleveland Browns, Belichick served under Parcells again as assistant head coach and On defensive backs coach with the Patriots right. for the 96 season. And then he <laughs> was on the Jets from 97 to 99. He had two stints with them as head coach, but he never coached a game. Interesting. And then Patriots from 2000 to present. So, there's our... 18 years later and six Super Bowls. Or 19 years later and six Super Bowls. So, there's our uh, Bill Belichick history. He started started coaching in 1975. (laughs) Do you want to hear all his... Job titles? Yes, let's hear this. He was a special assistant for the Baltimore Colts in 1975. Young Bill. He was an assistant special teams coach for the Detroit Lions in 1976. He was the receivers coach for the Lions in 1977. He was the assistant special teams coach and defensive assistant for the Broncos in 1978. 
<clears throat> he was the special teams coach and defensive assistant for the Giants in 1979. A lot of bouncing around. Yeah. Um, he was the linebackers coach and special teams coach for the Giants from 1980 to 84. Then he was the defensive coordinator for the Giants from 1985 to 1990. And then the Browns head coach, yep. Patriots, and Jets, Patriots. And then back to the Patriots. Wow. Yep. Quite the resume. That's a lot of uh, bouncing around in the first it's a lot of 10 moving. years. Mm-hmm. And then, what is it, 19 years now with the Patriots, 19, 20 years now with the Patriots yeah. in one stint. So he found his calling. His, 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 he found the gold diamond in the rough. Yep. Tom Brady. Yep. So if Tom Brady does indeed leave the Patriots, if it, say he does go to another team. Yeah. Who has a better chance at winning a Super Bowl? Tom Brady without Bill Belichick or Bill Belichick without Tom Brady? That's a good question. Let's say Tom Brady went to a mediocre team who let's say ends the season this year at eight and eight or mm-hmm. seven and nine, nine and seven, somewhere around there. I, I I heard rumors of the Chargers because it sounds like the uh Chargers move on from Philip Rivers. Let's say it's the uh, Chargers. And I just move up to an older quarterback. <laughs> That'd be funny. But since it's Los Angeles and uh, Tom Brady looks like he's going towards Hollywood now. I wouldn't I want to say uh Bill Belichick, because I think Bill Belichick, if Tom Brady does leave or even retires, I think Bill Belichick wants to prove to people it was him not all along and not Tom yeah, it was Brady. His system. Yeah. Which with the team he has now could be very doable with this yes. insanely amazing defense the yes. Patriots have this year. But I, w- I would say Bill Belichick. I, I probably agree. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Brady's comfortable in the system. Because Brady, going to another team, he'd have to learn a whole new playbook. Yeah. Well, Bill Belichick, he'll just do what the, what he normally does with his plug-and-play, mm-hmm. with whatever position he needs to re-plug yeah. someone into. Definitely Belichick. So I think it would be Belichick as well. But honestly, wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being Brady if that was the case. That'd be crazy. It would be. But I can't believe we just talked about Bill Chuck. Bill talked about one person for six and a half minutes who's not <laughs> even a player. It's all right. <laughs> just going greatest over coach, his history. Greatest coach of all time. Yeah. So week eight of the NFL, it was pretty solid. We So we have our updated records between the two of us. John went back, listened to week two. Yep. So we have our week two records because I know we forgot to pick week one. Yeah. So my record is 62 and 38. John's record is 60 and 40 after accounting for week two Mm -hmm. and now week eight as well. So I'm still holding on to that two point lead, even though John had a better record in week week two and week eight. But I'm still still winning. That's funny. But that's because you only had one and two game advantages for those two weeks. Yeah. I was up by five. So, (laughs) ha (laughs) ha. Um, Let's talk about the NFL trade deadline. It's tomorrow. Yes. What are what was the Eagles trade that you saw happen today? Let me open or up my yesterday or whatever it was. Notebook. The Eagles acquired uh Gennard Avery. No idea who this guy is. Do you know what position he is? I forgot to write it down, but uh I got played you. for the Browns. It was for uh unexchanged, underclosed draft pick, which I really don't know what that means. But he played in all 16 games last year as a rookie, starting in five. He's a defensive end. Defensive end. Yeah, so he played all 16 snaps. as a, uh, He played in all 16 games, I should say. 
as a rookie starting five and averaged 43 snaps per game along with 90 special team snaps. He had four and a half sacks, five tackles for uh, for a loss, and 14 QB hits. But uh, this season, he's barely played this year. He got into uh, only two of the Browns' first eight games. He played only five snaps on defense. So um, definitely sounds like the Browns didn't really give him a chance this year. Uh, he fits a 3-4. That's what the Eagles play. So I hope this works out for them. I just want to let you know that uh, the pick the Eagles traded for Avery has been disclosed now. Does it? To find out the position, yeah. I saw it. It was a fourth-round pick, fourth tw- pick in 2021. And there was rumors that the Eagles were interested in Darius Slay, the cornerback for the um, Lions, great cornerback. who was a Pro Bowl in 2017 and 2018. But the uh, asking price is way too high for the Eagles, so I think this might be the only trade for the Eagles. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the Redskins are open to trading left tackle Trent Williams. We'll see if anyone capitalizes on mm-hmm. that and makes an attempt. And NFL history was made in the trading industry. Uh, Giants and Jets trade Leonard Williams for 2023rd and a 2021 fifth. But also, remember that game of Madden we played the other day? And you're curious if the score 17-8 to 8 has ever happened? Yeah. A score like that actually happened in the NFL this week. Really? Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Hold on. I'm going to call Bobby. See, he was the one who knew. He was the one who told me. So I'm going to ask him real quick. Come on, Let's hope he answers. Hello. Hey, Bobby. Yo. You're on the pod. What up? Yes, I'm What was that uh, unique score that happened this weekend? It's called a scoregami. Yeah, what was it? 51-13. Was it 51-13? Uh, Let me find out. One second. Okay. What up, podcast? How are you guys today? Hip you smell. Hip you smell. What the rock is cooking? Uh, let's see. They tweet so much, so it's hard to find. Oh, yeah. Uh, 51 San Francisco, 13 Carolina. Final. That's Scorigami. It's the 1,052nd unique final score in NFL history. What the hell? It's crazy. Uh, yeah, for example... For example, in the start of the second quarter, it was 14-0 Green Bay over Kansas City. And it said, this game has a 4.49% chance of ending in Scorigami. Most likely, Scorigami is 42-16. to 16. Hmm. Yeah, so it, after every quarter of big games, they track to see what the Scorigami would be. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Follow NFL underscore Scorigami. Also follow BBJ underscore sports. No. Also follow BBJ underscore sports. Hashtag boycott Brad. Boycott Brad so he can't make his money? Yep. Because he does not get paid. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. See you guys later. Have a good podcast. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, bye. Bye, bye. All right. So that was interesting. So now you know it was the 51 13 game, the 49ers. Huh, and I picked the Panthers because I'm a dumbass. Uh, yeah, I didn't, so because I, I used my brain. 49ers <laughs> are going to... I picked Kyle Allen for the upset, but you're trash, dude. You play with no one so far. If they were calling me trash for a no. <laughs> Um, Where were we? Oh, yeah. The yeah. NFL history of the Giants and the Jets trade. Leonard Williams for a 2023rd and a 2021 fifth. This doesn't have to move at all. Yeah, you could just maybe just a little longer or a little shorter commute to work. Yep. 
But uh, I want to uh, recap, recap, recap the Eagles real quick. Can okay. Get out. I said Go it nine for it. Times. Recap the Eagles, and um, then I'll recap the Pats. You no, know, I like this win uh, against a good Buffalo team. Well, the defense is good. Uh, Eagles scored uh, 31 points against them. Uh, Carson Wentz had an, really, an okay game. I wouldn't say great. Uh, 17 for 24, 172 yards with one touchdown. Uh, the Eagles receivers had only 71 yards versus the Bills. Uh, like you said, the trade deadline's tomorrow. Uh, there was rumors they were going for Robbie Anderson. Uh, if they do get a receiver, they definitely need to get someone. But uh, Will showed me a tweet that Deshaun Jackson's coming back, but he still might be hurt. Not nagging. Nagging. Throughout the rest of the which year. Which is not good. But the Eagles running game went off yesterday. Miles Sanders, 74 uh, rushing yards, uh, 40, uh, 44 receiving yards with one touchdown. And I decided to leave him on the bench my fantasy work league because I didn't think he was going to go off. Jordan Howard, feed this man the ball. 23 times he rushed for 96 yards and one touchdown. Um, the Eagles' playoff hopes are still alive. Right now they're 4-4. Four and four. What happened? No, oh, right now the yeah. Eagles are 4-4. Four and four, But uh, they got a tough hill to climb because uh, the Panthers are 4-3. and three. Then you got the Rams who are 5-3. and three. Then you got the uh, wild card teams. The Vikings are uh, 6-2. and two. Seahawks are 6-2. and two. Packers are... It's crazy to think the Packers are seven one in their wild card team. Then you got the uh, Cowboys are four and three. So Eagles looks like they maybe are two games maybe a wild card spot three games. But uh, I know last week I said <laughs> I'm counting the Eagles out. I lost faith in them. Guess what? My faith is back with the Eagles. They just won. You said you lost faith, so they had to prove you yep. wrong of you and, uh, losing faith. Orlando Skandrick opened his big mouth. No wonder why you're not playing, dude. You suck. <laughs> the uh, Eagles got the Bears this weekend. Bears do not look good this uh, season. Then they got a bye. They got two tough games against the Patriots and Seahawks. I think uh, those two games right there, if the Eagles can go out there and prove that they're a good team and uh, play those two teams well, then the Eagles season isn't done. But which we like to hear. Huh? I said, which we like to hear. But the Patriots probably uh, clapped those cheeks. I'm predicting it, predicting it right now. Probably. <laughs> but the thing I was laughing at, I was looking at that Patriots stats, and uh, Ben Watson's listed as B.J. Watson, and I was confused. B.J. Yeah. B.J. Watson. I don't know why. It's a, I was like, who the hell is B.J. Watson? And then it's like, Benjamin Watson. I'm like, oh, right. Then it's like, why is it listed as B.J. instead of Ben? <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. But Patriots beat the Browns 27-13 in what was a very fast start for the Patriots. Yep. 17 points in the first quarter. All hype. Browns. Yep. Tom Brady. Pretty solid Tom Brady performance. 20 yep. of 36, 259 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. And Tom Brady almost made history, too. If he threw a touchdown, he also oh, yeah. would, he would have 300 touchdowns in at Gillette Stadium. Yeah, so we just have to wait until the next game there for that one. Yep. But then Baker Mayfield had... I mean, his stats were pretty good. They weren't terrible. He was mm-hmm. 20 of 31, 194 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But Nick Nick Chubb went off 20 carries, 131 yards. He's a good beast. But he also beast. lost two fumbles. He's a beast. So it would have been good if he didn't have those fumbles. Um, Any comment on the fumbles? The uh, one when he had that huge rush definitely killed the Browns. When um, I don't know if it was Cyrus Jones. I don't know the last name was Jones. Came from up behind and punched the ball out. Yeah. When he broke like seven or eight tackles. Yeah, it was, was insane. A big freaking boy. 
Yeah, and the amount of penalties that the Browns sustained. Oh, they're trash. So bad. We overhyped them. And there was one play. They they went for they went for it. It was like a fourth and sixteen. I I don't know. And what, like it was like in the second quarter too, or something. The second I, or third is I ridiculous. Just, I don't know what's wrong with this team. Oh, breaking news! This was nineteen minutes ago. Patriots signed a new QB, Cody Kessler. Oh, oh yeah, I remember him playing for the Eagles in preseason. Yeah, they signed him back to the fifty-three man roster. Kessler was with the team earlier this year, but released him on October 15th to make room for tight ends Ben Watson and Eric Tomlinson. So they brought him back again after they made after they traded Michael Bennett. So Patriots are doing a lot of uh, signing, releasing, signing. Yep. So this begs the question, will they bring back Antonio Brown? <laughs> I uh, would. That it was, was a joke. It was a joke. I. I <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I just said that. That was funny. Also, that I was a good one. Pat myself on the back for that one. I like it. <laughs> also, the uh, another trade happened in the NFL. Uh, Kenny and Drake got traded to the Arizona Cardinals. What was he traded for? For, Sorry tw- for the it's all right. Twenty twenty six on pick. So that guy's literally going to a team that's not making it to a playoffs. To a team that's also not making the playoffs. Yeah, but he got traded from a team that's going to have the first overall 16. pick. Yep. <laughs> Unless the Bengals somehow do that. Can they both go? I think they can. They're both 0-8, I think. That'd be cool. Two, well, not for the fans, but two teams going 0-16 in the same year. That would probably be history. <laughs> I, I hope it happens. I really do. Did have to flip a coin. I wonder how that would work. <laughs> Flip a coin, or maybe have to play each other at the end of the year. <laughs> no, they'd probably um, based on like the beginning of the year or the end of the year, who had the uh, easier schedule and still yeah, lost. Is probably who'd get the first pick, or they do a point thing like yeah. we were just about to bring up. Yeah, that's something that's Please, definitely interesting. Both teams go own sixteen, so we can see this. Yeah. So, do you have any more football you want to talk about? Um, I believe that's. I believe that's it. Alrighty. Oh, actually, no, th- there's one more thing. Hey, Brad. Thank John for picking the Colts this week. Yeah, Brad, they finally week. friggin' won. <laughs> finally. Yeah, he used to tell me yesterday. He's like, thank you. He's like, John finally picked the Colts and they won while we were at Buffalo Wall Wings watching the Pats game. Yeah, they almost lost, too. Yeah, I know. They won by, like, what, two points? I think it was, I think they got a field goal at the end. So, Brad, you're welcome for finally picking the Colts. Now, John, you got to pick the Colts all the time for the good luck charm. They won 15-13. All right, so maybe, yeah, they won by two. You were right. But they still could have kicked, kicked the field yeah. at the end to win. So, deliver your hockey minute, John, and then we'll cut to a break. Are you ready for folks at home? Folks at, folks at home, folks at home. I stole your line. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Panthers beat the uh, Oilers 6-2. The Blackhawks beat the Kings 5-1. to one. The Blues beat my Red Wings five to four in overtime. The Islanders beat the Flyers five to three. The uh, Jets suspend Adam uh, Laurie two games for boarding. He will lose uh, seventy one thousand dollars in salary. Uh, the Blues lose Vladimir Tar- um, Tarasenko for five months with uh, sl- uh, soldier sh- uh, shoulder injury. That's a big loss for the uh, Blues. And uh, I don't know if that was a minute, but that was my quick hockey 
10, 20 seconds or whatever it was. Uh, that's all you got? Yep. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the World Series, the NBA Finals. Yep. Not the finals. Just the NBA. The beginning of the... I don't know why I said the NBA Finals. <laughs> the beginning good. of the NBA season and the power ranking so far and some shocking stuff. But we'll be right back. And we're back. So, John. Yes. I want your opinion on this. Then we'll be banned two female models who flashed during Game 5 of the World Series. That's not me fapping. That's me clapping. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I had to. You know, I was watching the game. <laughs> I didn't even know what happened. Because I shot off at the uh, Carlos Correa. I uh, hit the home run. Mm-hmm. Then literally, the first thing I see on Twitter when I wake up is tits. <laughs> I'm like, I should have kept watching. You probably would have missed it, too. Probably. It was during the seventh inning. Because there's nothing. I mean, I, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they thought baseball was boring. Yeah. They're trying to distract a... Uh, Garrett Cole, but I guess right. it didn't, I guess it didn't work out. But now, uh, Julia Rose and Lauren Summer have officially been banned from attending any MLB game for life. I wonder, like, how that works, though. If they like try sneaking in, oh, they know. Yeah, I know, but I don't know how they do it though. If they like have their face plastered somewhere in the stadium, probably. But uh, Lauren Summer posted this photo on Instagram. It says, uh, October 27th, 2019, Lauren Summer, delivered by hand. Uh, Regarding the incident on October 27th, 2019. On October 27th, 2019, they really emphasize the date in this letter. uh, You attended World Series Game 5 at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. During the game, you violated the fan code by exposing yourself during the seventh inning in order to promote a business. You are hereby banned from all Major League Baseball stadiums and facilities indefinitely. Sincerely, David L. Thomas, Vice President, Security and Ballpark Operations, Office of the Commissioner, Major League Baseball. Wow. So, they are banned for life. (laughs) So, I don't know their relationship status. But any guys out there, if you end up going out with these two girls, good luck trying to get them to a baseball game. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. But um, the Astros are back in the series. Yeah, up 3-2. Surprisingly, the, the away team has won every single yep. game. So I wanted to ask you this. Does that mean there's hope for the Nationals to still win? To be honest, I don't know. I think yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Do you think it's going to be over in six or seven? I think the Astros have it. I really do. Uh, even if it is not, even if it's not done, the uh, Nationals are uncertain on Max Serger. Yeah, it all depends if he can pitch. Yeah, after status, after getting shots. And uh, yesterday, Joe Ross pitched. He um, Five innings pitched, uh, five hits, uh, four earned runs. He gave up uh, two home runs. Yikes. Um, I... Uh, Really thought the Nationals had the series, but uh, this is game six. Yeah, game six tonight, tomorrow. I wonder if it's gonna be uh, if it's gonna be a bullpen game or Justin Verlander will pitch. No, Zach. If Zach, no. So I think Zach Greinke will pitch. I thought you just pitched. I think he pitched Friday. Uh, yeah, maybe. But you know, I think the momentum's on the Houston side now. Yeah, but 
I don't know, just difficult for the Nationals without Max Scherzer because um, the absence from Game 5 was a result of neck and back spasms, which Martinez says has been flaring up for the past few days, and it was making it impossible for Scherzer to pitch. Mm-hmm. And it was to a point where Scherzer had to rely on his wife to help him get his clothes on. Wow. Yeah, because the pain is, yeah, the pain is a result of severe irritation in the neck and a neck nerve and right trap trapezius. So yeah, looks like the Nationals might be in some trouble. So, looks fingers like crossed. I think if the Nationals can get Scherzer to pitch, it would be think it'd be Game Seven, obviously. Yeah, but they'd have to get it to Game Seven. Yeah, but I think if the Nationals get it to Game Seven, I think I'm, and then Max Scherzer is able to pitch, I think the Nationals have a chance. Mm-hmm. But it all—I don't know who's starting Game Six for the Nationals. I think it'd be because Annabelle Sanchez pitched Game Six. They might do a bullpen game. When was the last time Strasburg pitched? Oh, it's Stra- Yeah, be. I think it'd be Strasburg, since Scherzer was supposed to be five. Who's five? Oh, I'm not picking that up right now. I'm doing a podcast. What do you think it'll be Strasburg for six? Because Scherzer was supposed to, to be five. Trying to think who pitched. Let me check six. real quick. Or who pitched Saturday? We should have done the research, folks, but it's okay. Game six starter. If it's if it's if it's uh, Steven game six starter Steven Strasburg. All right, so. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who pitched Game Six. I don't know. What? So uh, you said Saturday was uh, Strasburg. No, Game Six is Strasburg. All right. So if if Strasburg can get the Game Seven, then I would say the Nationals have Ooh. a chance. Verlander's Game Six. But here's the big but. Do you know what Verlander's record is in the World Series? It's probably not good. Zero oh and five. So I think the Nationals can win six, and Strauss and the Scherzer can pitch seven. Then and I think the it's a, got a chance. I think it's a lock for the Nationals if yeah. that happens. But uh, like I said, I think momentum's on Houston's side. Of them oh, playing well. Houston, Houston has all the momentum in the yeah. world right now. Going, winning three straight in DC, and then going back home, they not, have all the momentum. Not only that, the Nationals' bats have been quiet since they scored twelve runs in Game One. I think it was. Yeah, because they scored. I think it was like 12. no. I thought it was twelve in Game Two. Yeah, if it was twelve and ga- yeah, I think if it was either game one or two, the bats really haven't been. They only scored one run in each of the three games in DC. Yeah, so they were in trouble. The bats seem to wake up. Yeah, but I think Houston has decreased their number of runs each game, right? Yep. No, that's not right. I don't even think so. I don't know, but but uh, hopefully the Nationals can get this game seven. If not, uh, no one four eight seven. So. Not, I thought it went eight seven four. I got the scores mixed up. Then that's definitely unfortunate for the Nationals if the season ends tomorrow. You know, being nine nineteen thirty two and May coming this far, uh, just for it to end like that, I definitely feel bad for the Nationals and the Nationals fans. Yeah, but at least they made it. Yeah, but, uh, it is not, what it is. Even making it, losing it, that's that's rough. Yeah, but did you see the video of Donald Trump getting booed by yeah. the Nationals? Fans? I'm sure Bobby's not happy about that. No, definitely not. <laughs> Sorry, it's that's all the Donald Trump people crying, and uh, and then they uh, planned it perfectly. There was somehow a giant impeach sign, impeach Trump like flag in the crowd. There was, 
Yeah, like, did you know he was going to be there? They must have must have been on the news out in Washington. Uh, uh, so that was weird. But uh, game six tomorrow, uh, Strasburg versus Strasburg versus Van- uh, Verlander. Verlander should be a great game. No. Yeah. Also in baseball news, uh, Gabe Kapler has a second interview with the Giants. Uh, he wasn't too hot in Philly. I think his record was uh, 161, 163 or something like that. Also, the Red Sox have introduced, uh, I'm going to botch this guy's name, uh, Came or Chame, uh Bloom as a new chief baseball uh, officer. He was with the Rays for 15 years. This oh, guy's wow. 36 years old. He's a young guy. said he wants to bring winning back to the Red Sox. Uh, which I know he even said that. The team literally just won the World Series last year. Yeah. Has four World Series since 2004, so hopefully this is the right guy. Yeah, sounds like a good choice. He was with the same com- the same team for 15 years. That's crazy. So, no, you know he has um, – you can trust him to potentially be there long term. Yeah. Because you said he was young too. So yeah, 36. It helps out a lot. So that's all I have for baseball. you have anything else for baseball? Uh, No. All right, so let's move on to basketball. First week of the NBA, I'd say it was pretty successful. Was good. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Young were named Players of the Week in their respective conferences. Yeah. So shout out to those guys for killing it. And I got some uh, NBA leaders too. I hit uh, the leaders. Trey Young is leading with points at thirty-eight point five. Uh, Malcolm uh, Brogdon is leading with assists at uh, Brogdon. Ten, uh, Brogdon at uh, ten point five. Andre Drummond is uh, leading with 15.7 rebounds. Like I say, he's always up there. Jesus. Anthony Davis is, a lot. is leading with blocks, uh, 3.33. Uh, Three points made. Uh, Trey Young again with 5.5. In uh, steals, Ben Simmons at thir- uh, 3.50 for steals. Jeez, that's a lot of steals for Ben Simmons. Yeah, but somebody can't shoot threes. Yeah, so the NBA power rankings. That's right. You saw the power rankings? Yeah, there's not one team is actually surprised me. Which one? I know it's only two games in the Hawks are two and zero. Yeah, so I was gonna read you the top ten, and I want you to tell me if you think they'll stay, all right, or bounce out within the next like week or two. Yep. All right, so we have number one was the 76ers. They'll stay. Number two is the Nuggets. They'll stay. Number three is the three and zero Timberwolves. I'll say they won't stay. Yeah, because they, they play, played some pretty bad teams. Yeah. Uh, number four is the Hawks. They definitely won't stay. Number five is the Clippers. They'll stay. The Lakers. They will stay. The Spurs. They're going to stay. The Suns. They won't stay. The Jazz. I think they, 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 yeah, they will stay. And the Mavericks. Those, that's the top ten. I don't think they'll stay. And just out this, just outside the top ten, from what I remember, the Bucks were eleven and the Celtics were thirteen. And the one that shocked me the most is the Warriors' position on the list. Were they like fifth? What were they? Sixteen, seventeen, twenty-eight, twenty-eight. Good stay there. You and your fake fans were starving fans three years ago. Yeah. So the what I, the record I didn't tell you about the the Warriors set is um they are minus forty-seven points in differential. So far in the first two games, right? Yep. And that is the worst ever through two games by a team that made the finals the previous year. Good. I hate the Warriors. Yeah, because they're they're so good. And that's why you're not a Patriots fan. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, uh, actually, even though Will has the uh, power rankings, I have the standings. Yeah, let's the, hear the standings. The Eastern, the Celtics. Uh, I wish it was the Celtics. The 76 are 2 0. The Central, the Cavs and Bucks are tied 1 1. Uh, the Southeast, the Hawks, like I said, they won't stay there 2 0. Now to the Western, the uh, Northwest, the Timberwolves are 3 0. The Pacific, the Suns are 2 1. Southwest, the Spurs are 2 0. And I got some scores last night from Sunday's games. The uh, Blazers beat the um, uh, Dallas 121-119. Siege McCollum at 35 points, uh, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. The um, Timberwolves beat the Heat 116-109. Andrew Wiggins, 20, he went, uh, 25 points, 6 rebounds. The... Um, Lakers roll over the uh, Hornets, 120-101. Anthony Davis, monster game, 29, 29 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists. And uh, Ja Morat had uh, 30 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists as the um, Grizzlies beat the Nets by 1 point, 134-133. Uh, Jay Crowder had a buzzer shot to win the game. Uh, the Warriors, just like Will said, uh, lost 120-92 to uh, 92 versus the uh, Thunder. Dennis uh, Schroeder, 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. And that's your recap from the NBA from last night. So, I want to bring something up to you. Yes. So, there are currently four games going on as we speak. And you were so busy uh, crap-talking on the Hawks Mm -hmm. that they decided to go up and score 40 points. And it is still the first quarter. What? Hmm? Who are they playing? They are playing huh, the 76ers. What? They be in the, they scored 40 points versus the Sixers in the first quarter. What the, the hell? The current score is 40 to 31. It's the end of the first right now. Are the Hawks even though it's the first what three games are the Hawks going to surprise people this year? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Trey Young already has 20 of those points. Damn, I thought it was going to take forever for this team to rebuild. <laughs> Even though it's going to, but this team scored 40 points versus the uh, Sixers in the first quarter. I Who's know. on their roster? i got to look the roster up. I got you. So the Hawks, let's see. Trey Young Vince has thir- 13 points so far. They got John Collins. Vince Carter, even though he's 744 years old. Yeah, Jabari Parker. Jabari e- Parker, oh my God. Evan Turner. Evan Turner is on the Hawks, wow. Chandler Parsons. Uh, Kevin Hunter, he's improving. Alex Len. John Collins. Cam Reddish. Bruno Fernand- Fernando. Ellen uh, Krabby. DeAndre Bemby and Bembry. So, doesn't seem like they have a giant roster of talent. No, that's they're you look at this roster and you're like lottery pick, but they're just killing it. <laughs> to eventually keep it up. I mean the East is weak. This team literally can make the f- uh, not the finals. I'm I'm on drugs. They can make the this team literally can make the playoffs. Yeah. I know it's the first three games and you guys are probably like John, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, okay, cool. What? So I just turned on Raw to see what they started with. They didn't start with a thirty minute promo. They didn't? No, they started off with Becky versus Kyrie Sane. Kind of bummed I missed the match, but oh. unless it's starting now. I'm going to watch her on the background. I don't care while we finish this up. So the other scores that are going on right now, 
is um, let's see, Pacers and Pistons halftime, fifty nine, fifty three, Pistons winning. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are losing to the Bulls, fifty two, forty two at halftime. No surprise. And the Raptors are beating the Magic, thirty six to twenty four. In the like ten minutes left in the second quarter. Warriors and Pelicans are starting now. Cavs, Bucks are starting now. Winter, uh, and Rockets, Thunder starting now. You say Cavs and Bucks are playing? Yep. Uh, fight for first place, both one and one. Wow. Go Bucks. F the Cavs. <laughs> Ever since LeBron was there. No, no, nope. Nope. Can't support him. So, uh, let's see. The other games that are tonight are Spurs, Trailblazers, Kings, Nuggets, Jazz, Suns, and Clippers, Hornets. It's whatever. But Tuesday night's games, the Hawks could go 4-0. and They play the Heat tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I think well, Jimmy, if they win today, that is. If they win today, I think Jimmy Butler is, on, uh, is not going to join the team until he... Because he just had a kid. Oh, yeah, true. All right, so uh, Jimmy Butler uh, to make Heat debut after missing the first three games due to birth of daughter. So Jimmy Butler uh, debut tomorrow for the Heat against the Hawks. Oh, yeah, then the Hawks. I don't think the Hawks would win because it will be a big debut for him. Congratulations, Jimmy having a kid. Yeah, congratulations. Hope all went well. And what the watch watch the Hawks are like literally start like twenty and zero. They're they're not going to. I know. I'm just but saying they'll probably start like fifteen and five at this rate. <laughs> fifteen and five. At the rate Trey Young's playing. Yeah, I didn't like him. They uh, drafted him. No, no, I didn't think he was good, but the dude's improving. Yeah, definitely is improving. Oh, actually, I did want to bring this up. The Clippers lost to the Suns. The Clippers lost to the last night. Are the uh. Yeah. One. No, Saturday. Really? Yeah. 130 to 122, no overtime. Clippers, how do you lose to the Suns? I don't know, dude. Kawhi had 27. Uh, Montrezl Harrell had 28. Lou Williams had 23. So it looks like they were very heavy on those three players. Oh, since we're talking about NBA. Well, the Suns... Let's see. Dario Saric had 15. Kelly Oubre had 20. Aaron Baines at 14. Booker at 30. Frank Kaminsky at 18. So it looks like they just passed the ball more. Suns roster, Ricky Rubio, Aaron Baines, Devin Booker, DeAndre. Ricky uh, Rubio didn't play. He didn't? No. But Tyler Johnson did. Uh, What did you go for? Oh! No. Oh, crap. Wow. So, uh, doesn't look like Paige is going to be the manager of the Kabuki Warriors anymore. Nope. Asuka hit her with the mist directly. Wow. Like on purpose. So, that was something. But, uh, speaking more NBA, NBA fines Pistons Marquise Morris $35,000 for his offensive language to a referee. That's so much money. I wonder what he said. I don't know. I'm going to type in what did Mark. Markeith Morris say. Maybe uh Markeith Morris say. 
I don't know. Doesn't say? Nah, when that comes up, it just said, my brother told me it was a great place, and this did not a ref thing. For $35,000, he obviously said something extremely awful. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Uh, um, yeah, I got nothing. Abu- it just says abusive language. Beat her up, Kyrie. Yeah, I got nothing either. Um, eh, whatever. I really mind what he said. Yeah, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. No, but uh, just $35,000 is funny. Yeah, so do you have anything else? Because I'm out of material. For the NBA, just in general. In general. Uh, I got nothing else. All right, so calling it an end. Yeah. All righty. So we got a shorter episode to take the lead. These Tuesday episodes are usually shorter anyways. Yeah, Saturday ones are. Saturdays are the long ones with our picks. Yep. So where can they find you, John? My Instagram is uh, John O'Halloran, O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N. 15, that's 1-5. And my Insta- Twitter is uh, underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. And like I said, want to watch my YouTube vlogs, uh, John O'Halloran on YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at William Kliske. And you can find the show at TTL Pod. And Chris Gronkowski yes. liked our photo that we posted when Bill Belichick got his 300th win. So, Chris, so if, you, if you did listen to yeah. this episode right now, we are sliding into those DMs, and we will try to get your brother Rob on as well as you so for Chris, liking the photo. Chris, if you're listening, if you were curious and you clicked on it and you saw a sports podcast, if you listened to it, like Will said, no, slide into our DMs. We're going to slide into no, yours. No, he won't slide in ours. We'll slide into his. Yeah, so if you uh, if you did you know, listen to the podcast, uh, get Gronk on here, get the Gronkster on here. You can come on. Your 12 other brothers can come on. I'll make sure to buy more mics for the yeah. for that case. Well, we'll buy you guys food. We'll treat you guys well. So, Chris Krakowski, show this to uh, Rob. Yeah. So, yeah. Do we that for us, this. please. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> All right, but this has been take the lead. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you this weekend. Bye.